Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's always nice when you don't see that cobweb ahead of time and then it lovingly cups your face as you walk through it. Hate that. Welcome to Barb Belt, where everyone's name is Barb. There's my neighbor Barb, my masseuse Barb, even my barber's name is Barb. It's a lot of barbs. We're getting to that part of the year I like to call us versus the leaves. You can't win. They just keep falling. They do indeed. I had a dream that I fell off a cliff into oblivion. How about some puppy and rainbow content next time, huh? Thank you in advance. Seriously. Have such a good day. Welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just that, so I guess you're in the right place. Hello, everybody. Episode 117. What a boring number, Sarah. When is our next... Palindrome? When is our next palindrome? 121. Is what I would like to know. Oh, yeah. That's coming up real quick here. It's coming up. What's wrong with 117? Uh, It's all right. No, actually, seven was always one of my favorite numbers, so it's all good. It just... It doesn't really evoke anything, I guess, you know, I think because we're in such high numbers now because we rock and we've been doing this for so long. But, you know, way back when we'd be like, oh, episode, I don't know, 49 you know, we would sort of have some sort of significance with that number. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show. The show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment. I'm Heather Frank. I'm Sarah Lane. And, and we're are all... the two amigos. <laughs> <laughs> How is everybody doing out there? Are you yeah. sensing some good times ahead? Are you feeling some good vibes? Mm, I wish I could say that (laughs) for myself. I mean, I feel like there are good times ahead. Always. I don't see them on the near horizon, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but there's always, there's always some good in the muck. There always is, even if it's like really small. Like, you know what I love lately, Sarah? This is such a tiny little thing, but you know, so I, my boyfriend washes my wine glasses for me. Not all the time, but like he'll do it sometimes and it'll surprise me because I have them all kind of on the counter. And then, you know, I go through, I have three of them right now, three of the ones that I like because I broke the other ones. So I just kind of rotate. And then there's always like three new ones, three clean ones. And then there's like two clean ones, one and then zero. And they'll sit there and I'll wash them one by one as each day goes by. 
but then sometimes I'll come downstairs and, and make dinner and they're all clean. And it's this really nice little surprise. And he doesn't even really Aww. drink wine with me. So that's why it's even more special because he's not even washing them for himself. So I thought yeah, that was he could sweet. be like, that's your deal. Exactly. But he's like, well, why don't I just wash the wine glasses? And it's have a nice a gesture. It's a nice gesture. I'm trying to think of any nice gestures I can. Well, there's lots. Of, I mean, you know. People are lovely. There are nice gestures all the time. I uh, I ran into one of my neighbors the other day, and she works at the market that's right down the street from me. So I see her. I mean, not every day, but mm -hmm. uh, when I go in there on the days that she's also working. And she's been kind of she's she's been not really around much. Mm -hmm. uh, I know what her regular days are, you know, and her car is not parked outside. And I, you know, I kind of asked around, like, hey, how is so and so and. I guess she's been sort of ill and mm. I, um, you know, I, I ran into her eventually and you know, she had lost a lot of weight mm -hmm. and she, she, uh, had told me that she's, you know, she's been having some health problems and, and she has to get surgery. And, you know, I was like, well, I have to get surgery too, you know? And so we kind of, we kind of stood there in the parking lot where we were just like, what? You're kidding. Like, ah, isn't life the worst? Mm -hmm. But it was actually a nice conversation. We gave each other a hug, you know, Aww. at the end of it. And it was just one of those nice things where it's like, I don't ever want any, anybody to be sick. Mm -mm. That's not what I'm looking for. But there is comfort in knowing that when times are tough that times can be tough for a lot of people oh absolutely and you just don't know mm -hmm. you know you don't know what's going on with people you don't and and that's you don't always have to mm -mm. you don't always necessarily care but but you know stuff like that is just you know it's like a little heartwarming five minutes of my life absolutely and that's why they always say you know try to be nice on the road and be friendly to your neighbor i mean i think a lot of it has to do with you know we're all you know fighting the good fight we're we all have crosses to bear we might as well be kind to each other and smile at each other and you know i don't know compliment yeah. they always say like compliment someone every day on something if you can you know brighten someone's day it does make a difference yeah i definitely do my best i do yeah. my best i have my moments mm -hmm. uh i will say oh you know actually a really a really lovely thing uh, a small thing besides my roomba that i can hear upstairs is now stuck in that stupid corner in the kitchen again is that what uh, i'm hearing but uh <laughs> yeah probably it'll stop eventually uh <laughs> but uh stupid roomba it's like it's like months will go by and it will avoid the corner and not get stuck and then it just like can't help itself well yeah see, during, as good. you're recording it reminds me of like literally it hasn't rained for a year i had this nice new umbrella in my trunk for the entire year and i remember so many times over the last year opening my trunk and shoving it to the side like i should just take this umbrella out it doesn't even rain anymore you know it's in the way like i keep having to like move it aside never use it never use it, it was brand new and then a year later, it totally pours on me. So I'm like, oh, I've got that umbrella in the back. And I go back there and it's just like miraculously not there when I need it, of course. <laughs> it's like something like that where you're like, um, okay, universe, that, fine. If you want to play that way. I'm actually glad you told me the story because <laughs> my umbrella, I'm looking at it right now. It's like in some weird bag over in the corner of my studio. Because yeah, it was like, it was in the corner of my house. like kind of like by the coat rack. Mm -hmm forever 
And I was like, this is just a dumb thing to have in the corner. Yeah. You know, I'll go get it when it starts raining again. And it actually did rain here. Uh, not that much, but mm -hmm. it did. But I, uh, but the it, it, same thing with my galoshes. <laughs> I, I put my galoshes down in the studio because they're kind of big, you know, they mm -hmm. sort of take up space. Yeah. They're kind of dirty anyway. And I'm walking Otis in the dark the other night because we just had to do a walk and I'm stepping in puddles and my socks are wet and I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> you know, where are my, my galoshes when I need them? Right. You know, like, and I should have just thought about that, sure. but it's been so long that it's, it's, they're out of my routine, but they're coming, they're coming back up. Yes, they're they going are back into the into the rotation. I know we're like, it's like, we're really smart, but we're really not in some ways. It's kind of funny how our brain works. But it's funny, because that day when I realized I did not have an umbrella, I was right, I parked right next to a hardware store where I got that original umbrella. And so I was like, Oh, I'll just go in and get another umbrella. And there was one left and it was the exact one that I had bought a year ago. It's like a plaid a cute kind of plaid. I mean, cheapy, but it like is one of those big ones with like the wooden handle so i'm like stoked get that i'm using it outside i go to my appointment did i leave with my umbrella my new umbrella after all this time no i left it at that place went home got a text message from the person saying i left my umbrella there so there you have it it's the endless frustrating cycle of umbrellas yeah i uh i i've actually gone entire seasons without even having an umbrella and just like sometimes <laughs> such I, a just, I mean i have like a raincoat with a hood but I would just, I don't know, I would just sort of get by and it's not funny, have an umbrella. It's funny how like it's a useful item, right? It's a product that is made for a specific purpose. And so it's it's a practical product that you need to have for when water comes out of the sky. But like it's also yeah. such a nuisance at the same time, even though it's like it is serving a purpose. Well, they, yeah, and then you bring them inside and they're wet and, you mm -hmm. know, whatever. I, I usually just... <laughs> I usually just leave it open and put it on my deck. Yeah, I you totally. know, just kind of on its side. And don't leave and it open like, in the house. It, or it's bad yeah, luck. No, I don't even have room to do that. <laughs> but yeah, I just leave it open and just like, who cares if it gets wet? It's umbrella. <laughs> and then when it dries out, eventually, then that's you know what you're I can, like, you know you're listening to have such a good day when we're talking about like life's like little nuances and like all the little nitpicky things <laughs> about being a human <laughs> well so uh i <laughs> this is a little bit more than being nitpicky but talking about we like to talk about you know a standout day that we might have had mm -hmm. over the last week on this show and sometimes those days are awesome um and this was not one of those days. Mm -hmm. I'm working on a project, and I'll keep it kind of vague, you know, because I'm not trying to call anybody out, but working on a project, and it's one of these things where it's a podcast that's getting ramped up. Mm -hmm. And I've done this a ton of times, um, our show included, right? Where it's like, there's a lot of work up front mm -hmm. just to kind of like, okay, what, you know, what's our album art? And, you know, what's what's the format? Mm -hmm. And what are the file, you know, what kind of files do we need? And where's the podcast going and RSS feeds and website and, and it, there are a lot of moving parts. And, you know, then of course there's always something to deal with, but it tends to calm down because you get a lot of stuff in place and then it just really becomes about the content mostly. Sure. You make the content, you push the content out and all of the foundation, you know, has already been put in place, but the ramp up 
and it d totally depends on who you're working with mm -hmm. can be sort of like oh this is relatively easy or like oh my gosh this is such a shit show nightmare mm -hmm. but it's never like seamless mm -hmm. it's always something you know or something that you didn't think about or something that somebody springs on you and just just kind of the way way it goes so i'm used to that uh but i had a really weird situation where i had uploaded a, a you know a, a new podcast to a hosting provider you know which then spits out my feed that i can then use to you know propagate the the podcast in a bunch of places and on one of the you know networks that it was going to which was a very important network for the team you know where they were going to try to drive a lot of folks to mm -hmm. you know i know you and me we we don't really say like, hey, subscribe only on Apple Podcasts mm -hmm. or only on Spotify or only on Stitcher. Mm -hmm. It's like you kind of just subscribe wherever you want. Yeah. You know, we obviously want you to be a patron, but we're we're not totally, you know, we're, we're somewhat, um, what's the word, agnostic yeah. uh, when it comes to, you know, platforms. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this particular group, you know, they were really specific about like, now this platform. So I upload some files and something just gets weird where i've got like a couple different versions of the podcast showing up in search mm -hmm. the the correct one is there you know with all the metadata and everything but then there's these sort of ghost files that are also there and you know i kind of see that and i'm like that's weird it'll probably work itself out of the system because they're not you know my originating feed where it's being hosted i'm looking at it and there's just the one mm -hmm. You know, just it's just kind of just a weird thing. Well, that was last week and it, other people saw it too, you know, and they're like, oh my God, what's going on? How do we get rid of these? And I'm like, I don't really know, but I'll, you know, I'll ping, you know, the, the hosting provider and just make sure that, you know, they're aware that there might be like something funky going on with, with, you know, the integration to this network, but I don't really know what to tell you. So got a hold of the the folks um, at the company I needed to get a hold of, and they were like, "Yeah, this stuff resolves itself in about 24 hours. Don't don't worry about it." So that's what I relayed to the team. And 24 hours goes by, and you know I'm starting to get somewhat frantic emails and phone calls. Oh no! And and at that point, when you don't know what's going on, and you also for anybody who works in podcasting or anything that requires RSS feeds of any kind, it can be really difficult to explain how it works to somebody who hasn't done it before. Uh, and lots of people don't know, and you don't have to. Um, you, you know, <laughs> you can be blissfully unaware of how it works unless you do it for a job, you know, or you just are curious or whatever. But it is hard to explain to somebody where they're like, well, can you just take it down? And I'm like, it's not how it works. Well, can you just take it down here and then leave it up over there? I'm like, that's not how a feed works. You don't, you know, it's not like, it's not like a turn on, turn off type thing. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of moving parts. And so 48 hours goes by. And uh, at this point, people are mad at me. Oh, no. And they're mad at me because they don't know who else to be mad at. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I'm mad at me because I don't know how to fix it. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of done all, all the things I can do. This is, by the way, over a weekend. So, you know, tech support for the folks that I have to, you know, get answers from. Oh, they're not getting back to me. God. So 
So it was, you know, by yesterday evening, uh, it was this whole just like, just delete everything, just delete everything. And, um, and I was like, I just want y'all to know that if I do that, it's going to be really hard to like get everything back up and go. Like I have to start from scratch Mm -hmm. and I know how to do it, but I'm like, I think what we should do is not do that. And we're going to hear back from the people I need to hear back from to fix this. Mm-hmm. It will be fixed and we will move on with the project. Nope. God, we're deleting everything. So it just became something that bled into today where it was just so much, it was so much extra work for me. And I am, I'm happy to say that the whole thing got handled. Good. And, you know, it's all in the past now, hopefully this particular issue is anyway, but it was, and anybody who's done tech support, like I know we all do tech support for our families and friends who are less technically inclined. You know, it's it's every, everybody, everybody's got that one person in their family, even if it's not you, it's always me and I'm happy to do it. And I am always happy that I know an answer when someone goes like, Oh my God, you fixed it. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but when you don't know what's wrong, and someone's like, but well, well, are you going to know by 12 p.m., you know, tomorrow, Pacific time? I'm like, no. I mean, maybe. But, you know, you can't you can't ask me that Mm-mm. because I can't fix this. I'm not just like holding out on you here. I'm not just like sitting here being like, mm, yes, noon Pacific would be perfectly fine for this like strange error that I don't know how to fix kind of thing. And it really like, I mean, it put put me in such a sour mood. And I mean, everyone was in a sour mood on the on the team. It's you know, it's yeah. I don't blame anyone for being like, hey, we're like really worried that like something's really wrong here. And I'm like, I am too. But I feel like your suggestions are not what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. But I'll do it because, you know, whatever. And so I did. And sure enough. It should have been done my way, and it wasn't. And tech support can just ruin a mood. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah, definitely. And especially, I mean, on the weekend, so many of those places are like, yeah, contact us during our business hours, Monday through Friday. And you're like, great. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a particular, one of the companies has this like, you know, their little, you know, it's their little like message pop-up window, mm-hmm. which I've had success with in the past. And what they do is they'll say, you know, if they're going to be away until the next day or something, you know, like we'll return in four hours or we'll return early tomorrow kind of thing. So at least you get a sense of like, okay, there's not somebody on the other side right now. Um, And it kept saying like, we'll be back in two hours. We'll be back soon. We'll be back in one hour. We'll be back in four hours where I'm just like, what is this? (laughs) You know, like I have like some like, you know, I'm writing like urgent and like all caps kind of stuff. And uh, everybody's yeah, out to it, lunch, it like literally long lunch. I guess. Martini well, lunch. And, you know, it was, it was, <laughs> you know, by the time this all came to a head, it was on a Sunday mm-hmm. and, you know, I mean, I like my Sundays too, but I was totally willing to drop everything and fix this. But it's like, you have to assume everybody else is going to be, you know, have the same urgency as you and it, that you can't always have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, oh gosh. I mean, that, that is something to unpack because I I feel like 
it's gotten a little worse since the pandemic too. You know, people are short staffed and, you know, the, things are just a little like wacky. They're just sort of not really quite right on the axis right now. It's uh, everything's a little wobbly. Yeah. You think? <laughs> you think? Slightly just off. Slightly the axis off. Right now. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the. Pandemic. Well, I'm noticing, I mean, I, I'm really struggling with the supply chain thing because, like, for example, our one of our heaters went out in one of our vacation rentals. And it's a brand new heater, brand new thermostat. We actually got something else fixed with it about three weeks ago. So I was like, yes, all new, like nothing's gonna happen for a while. But no, for some reason, like the thermostat is not talking to the, the unit itself. And it, apparently it's some part that we need. And it's not even a rare part, but it's a part that we cannot find anywhere that is on back order, on like deep back order, which I'm like, great. So like we had to put a note next to our heater, like, sorry guys, you, here's a space heater for now. Like we don't even know, I don't even know what to tell him because I don't know when I'd like talk about trying to get an ETA. Like, mm -hmm. do you think we can yeah. get this part in a couple days at a month? I mean, I kind of need to know, like, do I need to let my, my future guests know that they're not going to have a heater? I mean, we have a wood burning stove, but not everybody's going to be interested in, you know, using that. It's, it's a little bit of work, right. but like, yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's like with everything and I feel like people are out to lunch in, in the sense, and I don't blame them. I mean, it's, it's a lot of stuff is going on and it's like, you know, kind of fog in our brains and, you know, people are just not really with it right now. So it's hard to be, it's hard to get angry, but it's, it's easy to get angry, but hard to stay mad because of just all the things, but that is frustrating. I totally get it. I mean, in, and again, like, I mean, launching anything, I mean, anything you can even come up with oh, is yeah. going to be hard. Yeah. Anything that's sort of like, okay, here's the new, you know, chain of events that needs to happen. Here's who's doing what. Yeah. Um, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves, which is why probably, you know, I've never really liked being a manager very much is when someone's like, hounding you yeah and you're like i don't have an update yet mm -hmm. i didn't forget about this mm -hmm. uh you know and you know and that person is trying to manage a project yeah you know and, and they're not trying to upset you mm -mm. but you know you get more and more frustrated like you're not listening to me yeah you know, like I'm trying to help you kind yeah. of thing and that's i'm just i'm totally speaking generally right now but that i i had a boss once uh who you know I won't name but uh he would he would let's say we i don't know like we were in different offices or for whatever reason you know he couldn't just walk down the hall and talk to me mm -hmm. he would email me something and like before like as i would be responding to the email or maybe i hadn't even seen the email yet mm -hmm. he would text me sarah like question mark question mark question mark and i'd be Did like you get my email he didn't he wouldn't even say that like uh, he'd be it would almost be like like I would see the text and be like what happened you know and that you know that it's sure like if that happens once or twice but like it used to happen a lot where I'd I'd have to write back like politely but firmly like uh sorry that was my phone uh it's from Elk California so I don't think it's anybody that I know nope yeah I would kind of be like dude let me get back to you. I'll respond to your email. You know, it would like whatever like question it sec. was. And yeah. Like either give me a sec or I hadn't even seen that yet. Like I have like 
your your emails you know 20 above you know how deep <laughs> i am you know as i'm like doing my other things and uh you know it was people would i guess call that micromanaging but it's just a style thing it really everybody's is. got a different style everybody does yeah, managing is hard. Managing people is really hard. I don't miss that very much. I only have a handful of people that I kind of manage, but I don't really have to micromanage them. I, I'm not a micromanager. I hate I hate that so much. Um, but you know, it's it's nice not to have. I mean, it's kind of a plus not really being uh, doing a big production right now. Is you don't have to manage everybody and their mom. You know. Yep, I do. Well, <laughs> Heather, how how was your I don't know, your standout day. Was it better than mine? I think it was. I mean, the thing is, I, like you were saying, it just depends on what you want to focus on. And I mean, I I would say like, yes, okay. So what stood out to me this weekend was, I was, you know, it was a pretty, pretty good weekend. I was kind of excited for this big storm that was, it was like everyone was talking about it in town, you know, because it hasn't rained for a long time. I mean, it has sprinkled maybe here and there, but it's mostly been really dry because we're in a drought here in California. Um, and so we were kind of pumped, you know, we made sure we had enough firewood in the house and we were going to make some s'mores and soup and just cuddle up and but so it was like this whole anticipation of this big storm, we're gonna get two inches or whatever it was, you know, all day and all night, Saturday. So uh, yeah, we planned all these indoor activities, but womp womp, as meteorology is not a dependable science, it only rained for like a few hours in the morning and it wasn't even a very heavy rain. And then it turned into like the most sunny and warm, like, you know, that fresh after rain where like everything's cleared out it's like the bluest skies. It's like warm and just the air is crisp. And oh, it was mm -hmm. just one of those weekends where I just was giddy. I was prancing around and singing the hits and all that, you know, I was just kind of like excited and it just, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's like the, it could potentially be, you know, the changing of the season and you just get like sort of a fresh, you know, kick in the pants kind of thing. But, uh, and one of the other things is I got some really cool, like little starter binoculars. I've been wanting to get some for so long. Doing research, wire cutter, that's kind of the first place I go. And I'm just, you know, trying to figure out what would be best. I'm total amateur. I don't really know much about them. I don't use them. I wanted something to just sort of like, see if I can see a whale in the morning in the ocean and maybe stalk mm -hmm. my bear and, do some bird uh, identifying, you know, that kind of thing. Even kickstart my secret agent biz. I kind of want to look the part, you know? So I'm like, I got to get some binoculars. And so <laughs> I want to spy on nature, all those things. Um, so I actually, I don't even know how I stumbled upon this, but I, I, I didn't take Wirecutter's advice, which I usually do, but I came across this really cool website. I believe it's a, a company in San Francisco called Knox Provisions, N-O-C-S, so by Knox. And there, it was sort of perfect, just like sort of compact, waterproof, fogproof, kind of a travel binocular, just really compact. It was 95 bucks and I am loving them. It's been so fun. I've been totally geeking out. I've just been, I get up in the morning and I'm kneeling on my window seat and I'm looking at pelicans drop into the ocean and grab a fish and <laughs> just like, it's really fun. It's like such a fun new toy, you know, and it, and it really makes me think of, you know, how long it's been since I've had, I like a new tech toy, you know, it's not like I haven't bought anything. This is just like a fun new toy that I'm really enjoying and right now. And the website is Knox, N-O-C-S provisions.com. It's Knox provisions. Yeah. Dot com. 
NOCS. Let me cool. double check that, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Knoxprovisions.com. NOCS. Yeah. Very cool. And they have like cute colors and it, the case is neat. It's kind of got like a ridged kind of a beveled texture that I really like. And they're just, they, they feel really good in your hands. They're really good quality, but like they're, you know, I think a lot of like binoculars start at around 200. Like the ones that I saw on Wirecutter were a little more than I wanted to spend for something that I just wanted to mess around, see if I even use them. But it's kind of perfect in time for fall because, you know, right now, Sarah, it's the autumn equinox. It's basically the end of summer, which it's like I'm excited, but I'm also kind of sad. September 22nd, which is coming up here. But yeah, I've taken out my sweaters, my boots and eating soup and all the pumpkin spice, this and that. The days are getting shorter. The weather's getting cooler. Halloween decorations came in August this year. That's insane. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to draw the line. Yeah. I, I, uh, Tom Merritt, my co-host over on Daily Tech News Show, says, of course you do. A lot of you out there know him as well. Um, he, uh, he, there's a store nearby him where it's just all year round Halloween store, you know, cause the Halloween yeah. stores tend to like, they're like pop up, you know, they'll mm-hmm. be there for a couple months sure. and then it'll be like either empty or something else. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just year round. Yeah. Halloween. Do people, I wonder what their sales are like, like in January. I mean, I guess like costume parties happen That's true. enough that, that. Yeah, I'm sure they I don't sell know. other things. Like I bet they're a little like they have they're more of a party store and maybe they sell like Christmas decorations yeah. and and that kind of sure. thing. Sure, maybe there's yeah it it's a year round Halloween store but with some seasonal items. Exactly. So, but this is like a good time to sort of like maybe flip the script on something in your life because. Um, you know, we're entering kind of that, that new season. It's a, it's a change. We're entering the season of darkness, but, uh, you know, like you know, reevaluate something in yourself, um, maybe order a different breakfast item, switch it up, do something different. Let us know what you're going to do different for this coming season. Email us at hi at have such a good day.com. I really like the fall. Me too. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of just. Yeah, the feeling, it's very nostalgic. It's so nostalgic. And like, it's not like you're, you know, as you get into the holidays, which is, well, right around the corner, but as we get closer to that, that's a whole different feeling, Mm -hmm. which I actually, sometimes I'm not super crazy about. But yeah, it's sort of, it's this, it's this September, you know, through kind of, I guess really the end of October that I like. What is really hard for me, Mm -hmm. and I'm already... I'm already realizing like I, I got to switch up some of my routines is the dog mm. because, you know, it used to be that I could walk him, you know, in light, you know, it'd be getting darker and everything till nine, mm-hmm. you know, like I could, you know, especially on like a hot night, it's mm-hmm. like, let's go walk at eight. Love it. And then, you know, the sunset starts creeping, you know, um, earlier and earlier. And the other night I... And I, I can tell that the light, because my house is a bunch of windows. And so throughout the year, you know, it just, you can just feel it. Yeah. And my cat, you know, goes and sits in perches that she doesn't go in, mm-hmm. you know, during the summer. Because now she's like, I want sun. I'm not getting it. And, but I, uh, I hadn't taken him out. And this might have even been the night after the rain. It wasn't raining anymore. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't, um, you know, I, I, it was just kind of late. But I was like, ah, crap. You know, and I had to have a flashlight and I, you know, I have to do that all winter mm-hmm. because I can't just not let him go out after 5 p.m. Yeah. 
when it gets dark that that's just crazy i mean i mean unless we completely like uh, you know our our schedules would have been an upheaval and we'd have to start getting up at like 4 a.m or something Mm -hmm. but uh but that that is actually hard for me um it is earlier in the it is uh lighter earlier in the morning Mm -hmm. even though there's less light overall you do if you want to be an early bird you know get up you know get going at six nice and light where it wasn't really that way a few months ago so i don't know there's some silver linings there but it is it that's the thing it's and when i lived in a city it didn't bother me because there's street lamps everywhere yes, and sidewalks the street lamp thing i mean sure it's sure it's dark and like you know and people and windows yeah. and you know you people they they have their lights on they're watching tv it's like there's plenty of light you're mm-hmm. not like stumbling around in the dark here you kind of are yeah it's stumbling here. around in the dark yep so you gotta you know it's a it's not my favorite thing I know, and i'm not I'm even with you. scared it's not a scary thing even though if somebody jumped out like there's this one part of my road that's not even really far from where i live like it's not like i'm like hiking way far away or anything i'm not doing that you know in the dark mm-hmm. But it's narrow and you know it's very sort of like under the trees and if somebody were to be lurking in there <laughs> i would lose my mind oh yeah totally uh, you know and hopefully otis would spring into action hard to say <laughs> that has never happened you know yeah. but it's you know I, I try not to think in those terms or then i spook myself yeah i probably wouldn't walk on our road i mean I think it's really safe around here, but like, you know, there's trees and it gets really dark. There's no street lamps. And I I would be walking with like somebody for sure, maybe with a stick or something. I mean, mostly probably because of, you know, wild animals, but I, the street lamp thing, I never, ever thought about street lamps in this way. Like you don't think that, oh, I'm moving to a place that doesn't have street lamps. Um, it's, it's kind of a trip and yeah, I it's, it's truly one of the things I miss most about living in a city. When I lived in San Francisco and LA too, but especially San Francisco, I also, you know, I didn't have a dog at the time. So I was very just kind of like in my own world. But like I would do, I would call them my night adventure walks mm-hmm. just by myself, listening to music or whatever. I mean, having my wits about me, sure. you know, because you're in a city. But it's like, like if somebody had a dinner party, I would just walk to their yeah, house and they might live like kind of far. Mm-hmm. And when it was time to leave, they'd be like, you know, you get an Uber and I'm like, I'm just gonna walk. And they'd be like, you're gonna walk all the way home? And it's like, I'm not really in the dark though. Mm-hmm. You know, there's even like, like traffic lights and stuff is like, I mean, it's all, it's all very civilized. God, we're both very deep. <laughs> yeah. I, uh. I, I just, and there are a couple of street lamps. In fact, there is one sort of right in front of where my, like the driveway starts, mm-hmm. like where my, my property gate is. And that's actually, it can be a little deceiving, you know, cause I'll, I'll be like, oh, it's not that dark. Mm-hmm. And then, but like that recedes real quick when you go in any direction right after you leave my house. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I need the, I need a flashlight and sometimes a flashlight and a headlamp until I get back to my house where I'm like, thanks street lamp. You were super helpful. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the headlamp is key because you, you want to have some, you want hands free, right? Yeah. Yeah. I bought a headlamp last year and it definitely works. It's a little, there's like, when you're holding a flashlight, you have like a lot of control, right? Cause you can just sort of point it wherever. Sure. You like you, you're now you're 
don't have that hand to do anything else. The headlamp, I, fa I find that like, it's really helpful to kind of like, because um, you can only ha have it on your head at like an angle. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you don't want to be like fussing with it the whole time. Yeah. The whole idea is just to like put it on, you look weird, you go on your walk. <laughs> and I, I find that it's better just like illuminating in general kind of ahead. Yeah. But I also like to look down um, because I want to see if there's like a pothole or I don't mm -hmm. know, something on the road or whatever. And so it's like you kind of have one or the other. So you're constantly like moving your head up and down to like see things and like moving <laughs> to, the, to the left or the right with your headlamp. It's a little, it's better than nothing. Yeah. It wasn't a bad purchase. Yeah. It's fine. It's made by Energizer. If oh. anyone's curious. I got it on Amazon. I like it. I don't do a lot of walking around at night, uh, you know, because wild animals. So I don't know if I need a headlamp as of Well, yet. and you don't have to walk a dog. I, I probably wouldn't true. either. Yeah. Not around here. You know, I, I might get a it's doggy just, dog. Yeah. You never know. Well, you might need something to think about. I'm like, uh, I talk a lot about taking a month off and like going to France and like riding my bike through the countryside and staying at castles. And then I also talk about getting a dog and I talk about all the different dogs that I want to get. And, and my boyfriend's like, well, okay, do, are you going to get the dog like before or after you go to France for a month? Like, yeah, maybe I should, uh, maybe I should write down some priorities here because uh, the things I want to do are kind of contradicting themselves. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I'm going to have to have surgery. Um, I don't have a specific date yet, but it's, it's looming. Mm -hmm. Uh, in fact, I might by the next time we talk, but, um, it is major surgery. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not like, oh, you know, you're back home, you know, and up and running sure. around the next day it's like no it's Recovery. not gonna be like that yeah yeah and like to the point where I will not be able to walk him because he's a big dog and you gotta you know you gotta yeah there's no way it's not like he's like like fighting me or anything but it's like you don't just sort of leisurely walk him like, no he you tugs kinda, your you arms kinda, and yeah. you gotta be on the ball and you gotta make sure that you're in control mm -hmm. and you know that's just like not something I'm gonna be able to do and it, it, one of the worst things about all of this, well, the worst thing is that I don't want him to go anywhere because I'm going to miss him. Mm -hmm. But, but the second thing is like, where the hell is he going to go? Oh man. You know, like to a boarding facility, it's like, it better be a good one, you know, cause I can't, you know, I, I can't imagine, you know, the idea of him, you know, being sad, like I wondering know. why I left him there type thing. Awful. And that's a real thing when totally. you have a pet, like, sure, my situation's different, but like, if you go on vacation and mm -hmm. you have a pet and nobody like that you like love and trust can like really take care of that pet for that long it's like mm -hmm. you have to make some hard decisions oh yeah for sure and some people are more anyway. attentive than others you know i mean i'm glad you're a loving uh you know dog parent but there's a lot of people out there that just put them wherever and then you know they don't really prioritize well, their I've comfort heard... and their happiness yeah and i've heard some you know, I don't want to be like a total Debbie Downer, but it's like I've heard some horror stories from people mm. where, you know, they they for whatever reason had to put their pet, not always just a dog, uh, but, you know, with somebody, you know, and something bad happened yeah. and they weren't around totally. to be a part of the, you know, it, and to like help and to like spring into action. Yeah. And that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that just uh, that's that's no bueno. No bueno.
Mm-mm. Well, you know what else is no bueno, Heather? And I know <laughs> you you will appreciate this because uh-huh. you 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 are a sucker for a well-designed product. Like oh, my binoculars. God. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well-designed things that work well, you know, and, and, and don't feel like they're made poorly and, and all the things. And I've had a couple, a few, these are like such minor inconveniences for me, but a few things lately where I'm like, you know what? Poor design. So the first one is I run out of olive oil. And so I go to the store that I, I go to all the time and they have like, a hundred kinds of olive oil you know it's like every time i'm just like looking like which one should i get this time and they actually the store it's called andy's produce Mm -hmm. it's a great store if you're ever in the sebastopol area lots of produce and stuff but also lots of olive oil and i realized they have their own brand of olive oil it's like andy's olive oil and i was like i'll try it why not you know Mm -hmm. i like this store they probably make good olive oil and it was it, it, like a fairly big bottle, like almost like almost like a wine bottle, big. Mm-hmm. And and it was, you know, I take off sort of the 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 metal, you know, the seal. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like a cork that you take out. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. But what I didn't think about was because of that, you have to be so effing careful about pouring the olive oil or. You're going to pour like half a cup onto your salad because there isn't that like little slit totally. that keeps you from doing that. Oh, man. And I just, it's just been so long <laughs> since I ever had to think about that because all the olive oil really. Yeah. You know, it has. And that happened to me yesterday because I was using it for the first time and I'm like, ah, like I can't eat salad with this much olive oil. It's like not good you know and I kind of tried to pour it out and it was just like that is shoddy design okay I know it seems cool to have a cork in your olive oil but now I have to use like a tiny little you know measuring spoon you know and and that's fine but it's like one more thing one more thing to wash now I have to use yeah and wash and you know it's covered in oil and everything I have the same I had the same thought when um I, uh, I, so I have this kind of fancy shampoo and conditioner. It's like for blonde hair. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to help you, you know, c- kind of keep your hair from getting like for any blonde out there. You know what I mean? Like kind of too brassy. I know like, what you mean. Where it gets almost like kind of too yellow. Yeah. And, and anyway, so, and this was something that, um, when I used to go to this hairdresser in LA, these were the products that she used on me and they also sold them, you know, so I would, I, I bought them and I really like the brand and what I, and I've been using this brand forever, but what I realized was so stupid about it is, so there's like the, the bottles are not like a, I don't know, your like regular shampoo bottle. That's kind of like cylindrical. They're square and the opening kind of comes out like, like a little spigot at the bottom and that's like, you know, and then you just stack them on a shelf or whatever. And that's, that's the shampoo. And it looks fine, whatever. But what I've realized, because I'm always spilling a little shampoo, is because when you open it up, all of the shampoo is obviously wanting to come out the bottom. <laughs> but then when you close the bottom, you're not turning it over again. Because the opening is not at the top, uh-huh. it's at the bottom. So it's like, you have to like... Get the shampoo out, then remember to kind of flip it over and like, and then remember to like flip it back. And I'm just constantly 
And it's like, again, I was oblivious of how annoying this was until recently where I'm like, God, this is such a dumb design. It just looks It's cool. like they're trying That's to be innovative with like doing something different. Yeah, because it's not like, I mean, sure, if you had, what's a good example of this? Like toothpaste. Mm-hmm. You know how it was like trendy for a while where it's like the toothpaste would stand yeah. on itself and you open it from the bottom and, you know, whatever. So the toothpaste kind of falls down over time. Yeah. They, pro- they probably still have that. I just don't use that kind of toothpaste anymore. But it's like the toothpaste isn't kind of like run out of the bottom the way like shampoo will. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I know. What you're, I, I, know. I really know what you're saying, sister. I, I'm sure I have like dozens of products that I could rant about too with the shoddy design. But so what do you do about it? Do you write a letter? <laughs> no one will listen to me. I mean, the olive oil, I will say, very tasty. I had it on a salad today. I just have to be more careful about it. But I was like, this just... It's just something that like you thought it looked cool, you know, like, oh, it's like wine, but it's like just kind of dumb. Oh, man. Anyway, I, I feel although you. maybe some people use a lot more olive oil at a time than I do. And they're like, you just use a measuring cup. What's your problem? <laughs> but I only like a little bit at a time. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go overboard. It's like you don't want things like just like soaked in oil. It's like products that, you know, like a lotion or something. And when you get to the bottom, the little pump doesn't reach the bottom for some reason. And so you have right. to like take the pump out and like cut the container or like try to get the stuff at the bottom because it seems so wasteful i feel like every container is like that i don't understand like (laughs) i do i do have some good news though um and this is actually something that we we i know for once in the show i actually get us out of this rabbit hole sarah yeah yeah oh i could go on and on about bad design i I got some olives the other day in a plastic container couldn't even fucking open it you know by the time i opened it olives went flying it was just you know and then I closed it and it was like still stuck again the second time I opened it. <laughs> Horrible. But so we talked about this on DTNS earlier this week um, and it made me very excited because it is a product from Ikea that is a wireless charger. It costs 40 bucks. Wow. So that's that's pretty, you know, that's decent yeah. for a wireless charger, meaning like like a like a charging pad mm-hmm. for for a compatible, say, you know, cell phone Mm -hmm. or, you know, they're more and more, they're compatible devices that support wireless charging. And until now, most of those wireless charging were kind of, they just sort of look like almost like mouse pads Mm -hmm. of various sizes that you put somewhere and then you just set your device on it. And so you don't have to plug in your device. That's cool. You know, Mm -hmm. why not? Sounds good. Well, this is the same thing but it's designed to be mounted underneath like a table or a nightstand Hmm. or I don't know, wherever you might otherwise have had like a charging station so that you just put your device down on top of, let's say it's your, let's say it's your end table next to your couch. Mm -hmm. And that's like where you would charge your phone. Instead of looking at the the charging pad, the charging pad is actually mounted under so it's hidden. the top of that end table. Yeah, it's hidden. I mean, it's to, it has to be plugged in, right? Sure. It needs to get power. But you don't have to see a wire. And then you just put your phone down on the table and like magic, it's That's charging brilliant. because it's going through the wood or plastic. Mm-hmm. I think it, it works with wood and plastic has to be somewhat of a thin surface like i i measured the the uh, the desk that i'm sitting at now that i that i use in my studio it's kind of thick mm-hmm. it's kind of you know it's kind of uh vertically thick it's too thick for this to work 
But if you had, you know, a thinner table, possibly from Ikea, uh, it would work. And uh, yeah, five watts of charging. So, it, you know, it's it's not the fastest, but that's better than nothing. And yeah, you, you basically screw it uh, under the surface or you can tape it, you know, whatever. And it's designed to have power monitoring and, and kind of uh, control its temperature. So like, I don't know if something got too hot, obviously mm -hmm. you don't want to like ruin a piece of furniture, but I thought that sounded pretty cool. And it's shipping in October. If anybody is interested, it's not, you know, vaporware, it's right around the corner. <laughs> I love it. And I love the idea of getting stuff off the countertop. Cause I feel like there's, there's like limited real estate sometimes, especially on those small side tables. There's just like the Kleenex box and the lamp and the blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, so it's like taking something off of the top of the table is kind of a nice and tucking it away. I like, I like the, that idea. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's the wireless charging thing has always been fascinating to me. I don't even have any wireless charging, um, pads. Uh, I just, I don't know, maybe I was waiting for the right one, but I'm definitely going to pick up one of these, um, and check it out. Won't be in the in the studio desk, but I'll I'll find something. I'll find a thin enough tabletop where I can make use of it. Cool. And yeah. Well, let yeah, us just, know how it just goes. Sort of, just sort of one more thing. Yeah. Instead of like looking at your phone, being like, "Oh my god, it's not plugged in. It's like running out of batteries." It's like, <laughs> no, it's charging. It's just charging. I love it. I love it. I mean, speaking of innovation, because I think you and I both really do enjoy innovation. I mean, I'm a modern kind of gal. I like evolution and innovation and renovation and high tech and new ideas, all of those things. And part of the reason why I enjoyed living in the city, because you, you kind of are at the forefront of that. And I think Sarah, you and I have lived in places like San Francisco and LA, where there is a lot of innovation happening, especially San Francisco, a lot of tech companies and other types of kind of creative evolution in or innovation in Los Angeles, design, architecture, that kind of thing. And I, I it's funny, I think it, it, there, everything is kind of a love-hate relationship, I feel like, but I feel with like the country and with the city, there's a love-hate relationship. And there's just the pros and the cons. We've talked about this so many times before, but I think one of the really hard things for me being up here, being so far north, I'm behind the Redwood Curtain, you know, you have limited access to like more evolved goods and services. There's, there's no, there's really no malls up here, which is kind of nice. Actually, there's not a lot of big box stores. Um, you, we don't have a Best Buy up here. We don't have a Home Depot. A lot of those types of places are mom and pop shops like Bob's Tires and Joe's Donuts you know, and, and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And they're like family owned and you kind of have to have Amazon prime. If you need to get like just some wacky, you know, there's always those little things that I don't know, like a certain kind of cable or, I mean, we do have a target, thank God. And that's been really helpful. And I'm not just talking about like products and I'm talking about services too. I think that there's something old Cali up here that I find there's this vibe. And it's funny because a lot of my guests that stay at the Airbnbs have been, they bring this up. This is why I want to talk about it today because I've had many people say one of the things they love about this place is it feels like old California. And I just been thinking about mm -hmm. that. Like, what is that? Like, that's so interesting. Cause you know, you and I were both born and raised in Cali. So we're Cali girls. We know California pretty well. We've lived in the North. We've lived in the South. We've lived in the middle. 
I mean, I feel like I'm pretty familiar with the state and it's like this strange sort of, it's like sort of in the past. It reminds me a little bit of like my hometown. It's kind of a smaller town. It's not a city. It's not a suburb, but it's sort of this, and there's something refreshing about it. There's things I hate about it, but there is a refreshing feeling because there isn't a lot of gentrification and homogenization. So there's still kind of this authenticity sort of thing and with the people because there's like there's no billboards or if there are it's like about local spots there's no real advertising in your face you know there's no I don't feel like people in the country are as connected they're not on social media as much as you know people in the city real estate is still kind of affordable there isn't like a big like I mean pardon my French douchebag contingency up here you know you don't really have these groups of people that are uh, fabricated by like a city environment kind of thing. I don't even know if that makes sense, but I find it really interesting that it's like, it's like I have a love-hate relationship. It's like, I, I love aspects of that. I love that it's not gentrified and homogenized and it's like has this kind of old California vibe, but I really miss that innovation, you know, and the, that sort of new ideas and things really happening. And it's funny because I, I feel like I can only have a certain like young person's perspective on this old Cali thing. Because I think a lot of the people who are mentioning this are older than I am. And so they know California back then much more than I do. My experience was when I was a young person. Um, but I just thought it was sort of an interesting concept. California's changed so much over the last couple decades, you know, I mean, you can't help it. Everything changes. It's fine. But I just find it interesting that I've kind of gone back in time a little bit with where I live. I don't know if you feel that way where you live, because we do live in somewhat similar places. We're a bit more isolated. We're a little further away from a, a major city. I'm, I'm a little deeper than you are, Sarah. Um, but uh, I don't know, just just sort of some food for thought. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just over an hour away from San Francisco and there's a relatively well I mean not a San Francisco sized city but there's a big city um big to me um that's just not even 20 minutes away mm -hmm. if I need to yeah go to Home Depot or whatever which I never do but if I did uh but uh yeah but where I live you know the 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 close vicinity and the few towns that are around me before I get to anything that I would consider a city, it is very much like what you're describing. Mm -hmm. I mean, besides not having sidewalks, I mean, that's just kind of <laughs> like country life. Yeah. But yeah, there, yeah, there are no, there's no, everything is local. Yep. There's no chain anything. No. I mean, sure, there's a Safeway market in Guerneville, mm -hmm. uh, but nothing else in Guerneville is a chain. I mean, besides the gas stations, because they're all chains. Sure. Every, everything is for better, for worse. It's totally all for better, for little, worse. you know, it's, 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 uh, it is what it is. And the, and I, I definitely, we, we live in, well, I live in, it's a, you know, high wine country vacation spot. So COVID has made the last couple of sort of, you know, high season summer time things feel very different than how they normally would. I mean, I would be participating in a lot of that stuff too with my friends, but it's, and I have, you know, here and there, but it's very, you know, it's, you got to be really limited and outside and, and, and maybe not go at all and, you know, all that stuff. So, 
the vibe has been a little different mm -hmm. for the last couple of years, but it is a, you know, it's one of those places where you have the locals and then you've got all the tourists yeah. and the locals complain about the tourists when they're, they're here, <laughs> totally. but they also make a lot of money from the tourists. That's the same here. You know, and then in the winter it empties out yep. and you just have the locals like besides, I mean, at my Airbnb, people do stay here over the winter. Mm. But in general, like you're not going inner tubing on the Russian river in December, no. like you'd get hypothermia. Uh, and it's just like not happening. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, I even don't go out to the ocean, which I love to do when it's like a little too chilly. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm just like, you're just out there like, oh, it's really cool. But, uh, but, but it is, it does feel like, especially having gotten to know a lot, a lot of the people that live around here, it's like, they want to live here. They like it here. Yeah. And some of these people are rough around the edges. I will not sugarcoat it. Mm -hmm. um, many of them are really, really kind. Mm -hmm. And a few of them I would consider, mm, I don't know if I've made like any best friends around here, but I would, I would, I would call them my friends. Mm -hmm. And, and that is, I sometimes wonder, I'm like, you know, am I that person now? because I'm not ready to be that person, but I, <laughs> but I'm not like trying to flee either. Yeah. It's like, I really like some parts about, yeah, the old school kind of, uh, I hate the word quaint, but that is mm -hmm. kind of what it is. Yeah. And, and, and just being off the grid a little bit. Yep. I do too. And the authenticity and the egalitarian kind of feel to it. it there there's that's the problem it's like everything is just there's it's apples and oranges it's just you can't really compare everything has its goods and it's bad and all that but yeah. anyway yeah. we ramble i do miss a i do miss a good sidewalk and a night Me walk too. under the lamps I do too. <laughs> and a good yeah. talk Otis says Otis says, me too, because we used to walk around at night, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could, I like at 10 p.m., I'd be like, yeah, let's walk around the block. Yep. Now I'm like, ugh, yeah. where, let me get my headlamp. God, can't win. I've gone earlier. <laughs> Gosh, Sarah, I did it again. Can't win. Nope. Absolutely can't. Well, listen, uh, as we're wrapping up the show, we want to remind everybody, we mentioned it at the top of the show, but we'll do it again, that we survive from the love and support of our patrons. If you are in a position to become a patron and you haven't already, please go over to patreon.com slash have such a good day where you can learn more about our tiers. Uh, anybody who joins at the $5 and up Patreon level uh, can get in our Discord if, you, if you're so inclined. You don't have to, but we, we'd love to have you. We've got a fun little group in there. We really, we're really a little family at this point and... Uh, we, uh, we, we'd love to have you and anything that you can contribute to the show directly helps us keep the show going. So thank you in advance. Yeah. And thank thanks you. to everybody who's already been a patron for as long as you have, you know, some of you have been with us from day one and, and we couldn't thank you more. And if you're not a chatty Kathy, like we are, you don't have to chat all the time in discord. You can just be a fly on the wall. You can, you can read, you can enjoy the the back and forth so don't even sweat it um we'd love to have you no matter what kind of person you are but in discord right now speaking of we are talking about things like i don't know i i brought up this kind of quandary i'm in right now i'm not really sure if i should go for spotify or apple music i need a new music platform i have uh, been kind of like surviving on serious radio for a while and i think that the time has come that i 
get a real uh, platform. So our one of our patrons, Geo, I don't even know how to pronounce that. Uh, well, I'll give it my best. I think it's Geo Cal Cal Geo Yacult. Geo Yacult. Geo Yacult. Yeah. Sorry, Geo Yacult. I even know what you look like, and I can't even say your name because I've never <laughs> actually said it out loud before. Our buddy Gio ripped his CDs to MP3s, and I thought that was pretty cool. It's something to, he did during lockdown. And hmm. I'm just curious, have any of you project. done anything novel during the lockdown? Join the conversation or email us at hiathavesuchagoodday.com. Yeah, that's another reminder. You you can you can please hop in Discord. Super fun. Um, and if you just want to email us directly and... Um, we can talk about it on a future episode. That'd be great. <laughs> All righty. All right, Heather. I have a, uh, a some sort of a gnat. It's not like a fly, but some sort of a stinky old gnat that's been in my face this entire show. And well, at least it's not in your ear. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so that would be pretty hard. But it's funny because my dog is sleeping at my feet, and like every once in a while, he's now bothered by the gnat. So like the two of us are just like. <laughs> You know, like I'm like waving my arms, like thank God they can't see me. You know, and then Otis kind of wakes up and like, you know, like chomps at the air. Stupid net. Well, you guys have fun with that. Thank you, thank you. It's good seeing you, Sarah. Good seeing you as well, Heather. And we will be back next week with another fun-filled episode of Have Such a Good Day. Until then, we we wish you good health and good tunes. However, you listen to them. And until then, I will remain Sarah. And I will be Heather forever. Have such a good day. Ciao. Later. Dude. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.